It's Tuesday, December the 19th. I'm Mark Stedman, and this is Morning Creative. I still have a cold. I thought it was gone, but it still lingers. It's fine. I hope you are well. How is your Tuesday going so far? I hope it's just begun. Um, that's that's the the one contract that I want you to to make with me. The one promise is that you listen to these in the morning, because otherwise, it's just you're just lying to me, and I can't, I can't, just don't don't lie to me. Um, so, oh, so many things. Um, it's been it's been. Uh, yesterday was an exciting day. Lots of fun things happening. Um, but today I want to talk to you about something that when it happened, it didn't happen to me, but when I encountered it, it drove me up the wall and it happened about 10 years ago, maybe more, probably more actually. And I, uh, I'm here to sort of, uh, exorcise that from myself, but more importantly to see what learnings we can extract from it. So Back in, I think, probably 2011, there was an ad for an energy company. It was shown in the UK. And I think it was for EDF. And it was voiced by the actor, the popular actor, Olivia Coleman, the award-winning Olivia Coleman. Um, and she had to read a web address. And... Turns out that the the Olivia Coleman of I think two thousand and eleven did not know how to read web addresses, and so the web address, which I believe was edfenergy.com slash best deal, became edfenergy.com best deal. Now, you probably know this already, but a lot of work and a lot of thought. And a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of effort and a lot of checking goes into an ad campaign because ad campaigns are expensive, my my friend. They're, they're expensive to make. They are expensive to buy the airtime. Like, that's, that's got to be the, the biggest cost, actually, I would imagine, by far. Um, you know, because you're running this ad, well, maybe... I don't know about hundreds of times during a campaign, but a lot of times during a campaign. And for all of the many times I saw this ad, the web address that Olivia, award-winning, award-winning actor Olivia Coleman read out loud to to millions of people. Can you tell how frustrated I am? To millions of people was EDF. Go to edfenergy.com best deal. Now, I I don't know about you, and I don't know about normal people, but I know that that's not a web address. And so I wonder what happened when people typed that in. What I, what I suspect, and I actually don't know, what I suspect is that they probably had to spend a lot of money on Google Ads. Maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe maybe Google was was kind to them, not on purpose, but you know, um, and that it knew the you know the the browser redirected to a Google search because that isn't a web address, and so you know your browser goes like, okay, send this over to Google, um, and and Google's like, I don't know, maybe maybe there's a URL in here somewhere, sort of thing. 
I don't. I actually don't remember. I did type it in at one point because I was just curious to know what what happened. But it was over ten years ago, so I don't remember. But what I do remember is that the, it irritated the the bajinkas out of me because not. Well, it was the fact that it was a mistake because uh, we talked last week, didn't we, about mistakes, blemishes, and imperfections or unforced errors, I call them. Um, you know, and that was an absolute one hundred percent cast iron unforced error. Did not need to be there. Now it's not Olivia Coleman's fault. She's not a, that's, you know, she's an actor. She's not, uh, uh, you know, someone who reads information films or whatever. All it needed was someone in the booth at some point to go. If it's got a slash, you've got to read the slash because I'm going to assume that the slash was there. Um, okay. So you get the idea. It wound me up just because of the sheer, like, I don't know. Did someone go, oh, I'll be fine. Let's not worry about it. Did enough people all the way up the chain not know that if there's a slash in a web address, you have to say the word slash? I mean, people still get confused. People still think you need to say forward slash. You don't. Um, people st- sometimes say backslash, which is the direct opposite of what you need to say. So people do, do still get this stuff wrong. But anyway, the point of all of this is, really, it's about detail, and it's about when we make when we make the thing, when we make our thing, whether it's a a piece of music or a or a book or a a painting, whatever it is, there are so many little breadcrumbs that we have to make from the the old lady's house to Hansel and Gretel's house or, or you know, wherever they were in the forest or what was it? They, did, did they find the breadcrumbs and it led them to the, led them to the house, something like that. Um, but you know, like there, there are so many of those that we have to little seeds that we have to plant and walk backwards um, from, from where we want the, the, the person to end up. And each one of those has to be, right and what is what is kind of mean about any of this work is that it's it's got to be perfect otherwise it's really really difficult to get people to move to the next stage now when i say perfect i don't think i don't mean that it has to be the best thing that that's ever existed but it has to be flawless in terms of it has to be error free and so what I, I think I want us to think about today is if you've got, you know, one of the things I, I think about is the marketing for the marketing for the marketing, right? So if you make, if you write a newsletter and it's to advertise something else that you do, you know, maybe it is something else creative. I mean, uh, there's someone in my circle uh, who makes uh, bags, um, I think they make sort of handbags, not like luxury fashionista handbags, but like really practical. Here's, you know, here's a bag that's actually going to carry all of your stuff um, and, and you know, and look good and be really efficient and all that kind of stuff. And so she designed bags. She'd never done it before. She just had an idea and she got out a sewing kit uh, or sewing machine and, and started to start making bags. And uh, she started documenting the process. And so here you've got a newsletter 
that is then ultimately there to promote her bags. It's that, you know, she's she's doing other stuff. She's talking about creativity or talking about her her practice and her process and that kind of thing. But ultimately, it's that that's a trust building exercise so that when she's got a sale on, she or you know, or, or a new promotion or a new item, she can be like, Hey, all you people that I've been adding value to or you know, to to your lives, fancy buying a bag. Um now the newsletter the newsletter people talk about newsletters as a way of promoting what you do and like that's easy yeah you just you just write a newsletter um okay the question and this is this is this is the thing about details the question that nobody answers is that's all fine how do you get people to sign up for your newsletter well, you put out a lead magnet. Okay, cool. Um, so a lead magnet is a thing that you offer that is, you know, it could be a, uh, a PDF with lots of really important information. It could be a webinar that you've recorded. It could be a recipe kit or, you know, a, a collection of recipes or, you know, uh, an ebook or something like that, whatever it is. And you give that away for free. And, and that's a way of enticing people to your mailing list. Cool, 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 cool. How do you get people to download that? How do you get people to know about the <laughs> the uh, the lead magnet? Social media, I guess, or ads. So now you're paying for you're paying, or you are well. In some ways, you're paying, you know, because you've got the time now. You've got to make these social media ads. Um, and so you've got to make the social media ads because because that's ultimately the top of the funnel. That's the uh, attention bit, and that's we're, we're just really uh, banking on the idea that the algorithm with the big capital A is going to put our thing in front of people's faces. Now that thing has also got to be really good, hasn't it? Because it's got to get in front of people. So we've got the, you know, or it's an ad which can be you know, it's not. Uh, doesn't have to necessarily be as eye catch- catching because we're not looking for virality because we're going to pay for the audience, but that can be quite expensive. So where we are now is we've got the Instagram ad. This is a bit like that. Um, I don't know if you ever remember the song or if you knew it. The um, the Court of King Caractacus. Uh, it's one of these sort of songs where uh, uh, like one man went to mow went to mow a meadow. Like so now we've got the. Let's go all the way through the 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 ad thing. So you've got the ad which pays to market the Instagram image, which goes to a page to uh, promote the lead magnet, which then gets people to download the lead magnet, which then puts them on the newsletter, so that you can then tell them about your thing. I don't tell you this stuff to dishearten you. <laughs> I promise, like, because that kind of just feels exhausting to to lay it all out like that and the fact that i started this by sort of saying like any point in that chain if you break it it's like having um it's like a pipe that's got a kink in it you know it's no longer sealed stuff's gonna leak um or everything's going to leak, you know, because there's there's this break somewhere. So what do we do? Well, we work backwards and we take it slow. 
and we don't rush it. And we review and we go, okay, there was a there's a the, the mistake there. No worries, let's get that fixed. And we don't start from the other end. We don't start from the the Facebook ad campaign. We start all the way from what's the what you know, I wanna make the best thing I can make. Maybe it is a, a new album. And I you know, I'm really proud of it. This is it. I've made it as good as I I can make it. Um but I I I also I can teach a bit of music. I can maybe teach uh some of the techniques that I used in this album. Maybe I've mixed this album in uh what do they call it? Spatial audio and I'm a bedroom masterer you know or a bedroom musician now i've not done that yet and because my, my music is not particularly acoustically um uh intriguing it's, it's much more about the the lyrics and the story and i would hope occasionally the vocals um so okay so you you've you've picked up some techniques and you're like okay you know what i could probably teach some of this stuff i could talk about some of this stuff i could document some of the process i could talk about what it's like as an indie uh, musician and i could write about that and that's my newsletter cool and then like i said I've, I've picked up some now first off let's just focus on so you've made the music the best thing it can be so now let's make the newsletter the best thing it can be with the time that you've got right that's that's the key thing that i think we don't necessarily always think about is how can I make the thing the best it can be under the constraints under which I'm living? Because it's no good at being unrealistic. It's no good saying, I'm going to make, I'm going to go all all out and make this thing. It's going to be incredible if it's not ultimately the thing that you want to make. You know, yeah, you put your blood, sweat and tears and your passion and your creativity and your love and your heartbreak and your heartache and all of those things into the actual end product. But then all the other stuff, it has to be about what have you got time for? What have you got? If we if we look at um, spoon theory, what have we got spoons for? You know, the idea that energy can be measured out in the hypothetical spoons. Once all of the spoons are used up, you've got no more energy left for the day. So if you've got limited spoons, well, everyone has limited spoons. Everyone has different amount of spoons. Um, but if you've used up all of your spoons doing something else, having a day job. And then you come home and you've got to cook and you've got to clean and you've got to sit down with uh, with your partner and actually spend some time with them. Um, and you've got to de-louse the dog or whatever. Like, your spoons are depleting. Do you have any left to make the best newsletter that, that anyone's ever read about music creation? Probs not, right? So um, I can't believe I just said probs. I'm, I can only apologise. Um, but... You get you get my point. So, but what you maybe can do is here's one thing: like get a list of things that you learned during the process and just knock one out. Like here's one thing, and it could be a paragraph. There's there are successful newsletters that are really, 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 really short, and they just have like one idea, and that could be all you need to do. And you send that out once a week, once every two weeks, and you just get to the point where you get that you get the rhythm where it's like it's slotted into your life. It's actually part of the process. Now, what I'm able to do with this and with my Friday newsletter, which is at hellostedman.com, um, and I would like, I'd, I'd like you very much to, uh, to read it because it's nice. Um, and 
uh, so what I do with that is that's folded into much like this recording. It's folded into my day and my week. So I have my process for when I sit and, and speak to you. And then my process for, uh, for writing the newsletter happens at a group. I facilitate, I facilitate a writing, um, session for an hour and I sit and I write it. And for the most part, I manage to get the thing written within an hour and then it takes a little bit longer to post it, but like it's there, it's done. And that's being folded into my into my day. So it doesn't feel like I'm stealing time from anywhere else. That's not a luxury that everybody has, I know. But there are moments where you can start to feel, okay, this is in the rhythm of my day now. And so once you're there, once it feels established, and once you've got the knack, then you can go to the next, you know, uh, the next bit in the stack. And while you're working on it, you can, you know put little messages here, there, and, and talk to people and say, hey, I think you'd really enjoy my newsletter. Here it is. And you just tell people one by one and get people on the newsletter that way. Don't worry about a big mass thing. Do the, you know, do do what's what doesn't scale. Tell people individually, hey, I think you'd like my newsletter. Do you want me to, you know, you'd even say, do you want me to sign you up if you know them and if they say yes. Um, so ultimately you get yourself comfortable. And then we go back a step. Okay, how do we get people on this? And right now we need the the lead magnet, and maybe, you know, you spend a weekend, you make up a really nice PDF, or you record a, a little, uh, you could just record you in front of a, uh, in front of a, you recording your uh, your screen, doing a screen share of you in Logic or Ableton or your music software, and going, okay, this is the technique that I learned here, and this is how you can make this sound. I mean, I discovered a couple of techniques um, when I was editing a kid's show. It was a fiction show. And I uh, there were lots of asides, like um, where the character or the narrator was talking directly to you. And so while the action was happening, it all sort of went, and there was this like pressure drop and all this kind of stuff. And I learned how to do that. And I could have recorded a... a 15 minute little video and and you know it could have gone out to other fiction podcasters of like here's a way that you can stop time like freeze time in your audio and that was kind of the idea and so you do something like that and and you get that done and you make that as good as it can be and maybe you show it to a few people and you know you're happy then you go back and you build a little web page for it and back and back and back not trying to view the whole thing at once, but making sure that at every step, the previous step links to the next step. And so you don't end up paying what could be potentially millions of pounds, but certainly hundreds of thousands on an ad campaign that doesn't go anywhere because you got the web address wrong. <laughs> All it takes is just going right from the end and working back and testing each step and not rushing it. So there you go. My little thought. Um, I can't tell you. It, it feels so good to be able to get that out of my system. That thing used to wind me up so much. And it was it existed for about, I don't know, three, four, five months as an ad campaign. And every time it came on, I just I'd roll my eyes. Anyway, it's it's done now. It's all fine. Listen, I've enjoyed our little chat today. Um, I uh, I hope that uh, the rest of your day goes swimmingly. And uh, yeah, be in touch soon. Um, got lots more stuff to discuss. We're getting towards the end of the year. New year, new uh, new sort of direction. Uh, nice focus of the, the, the kind of stuff that we're going to talk about. So. Um, Look forward to that. But in the meantime, enjoy Tuesday. Give it my regards. And uh, we will sh we will chat again tomorrow. But in the meantime, take care of yourself. And I look forward to having a chat with you again.
uh, well, tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>